1: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com.
0: Football. Yeah, I think football is such a game of momentum that when you can get that momentum early by scoring points and getting a lead, it really helps. I think our defense plays well when we have a lead, also. So uh, you try to start fast in every game. Sometimes it doesn't happen, and, and honestly, if, if it doesn't happen on Monday night, then you still have to, you know, regroup and find a way to to uh, to get get it get it done. You know, later in the game, but uh, certainly want to come out uh, as fast as we can early. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm.
1: There he is, there he is, the master of high school musicals, the voice of an angel that we didn't know existed, Kirk Cousins, talking about starting fast against the Chicago Bears. This is Purple Daily, Phil Mackey, Judd Zulgad, and Declan Goff, and every single week we go through our confidence, concern, curiosity trio, the three C's heading into this game against the Chicago Bears, the reeling Chicago Bears. What are They They lost like three games in a row now? Three in a row, that's yeah. correct. There's, there's questions, there's there's people saying that Mitch Trubisky should be back as the starting quarterback. Now that is, like, Vikings fans, Woof. man, we have watched that exact scenario play out a million times where it's like, you're in the desert, you're thirsty, and you will just <laughs> drink sand. Remember 2013 where it was like, oh my god, Christian Ponder's garbage, but... Matt Castles out there, and there he is, and then all of a sudden Matt Castle turns into garbage, and it was like Declan was then like Josh Freeman. Yeah. He's amazing. No, go back to Christian Ponder. That's what's happening with the Bears right now. Where's
0: Kelly Holcomb?
1: Oh, this is six what? years past Kelly Holcomb. You Gus Farat? Well, we went through that with all those guys. But it's too. a long, right. it's a long yeah.
0: line of pain,
1: <laughs> and so the Bears have uh, have experienced similar, and they're going through that this year. So let's fire it up. The things we are the Got most it. confident in, concerned about, and curious about. Minnesota Vikings versus the Chicago Bears. Judd Zilgad, what's the thing that you are the most confident in?
0: Uh, so I, I would ordinarily, in this case, start with Dalvin Cook, but I'm not going to because, I mean, he's just been great, and it feels like a uh, a no-brainer pick to pick Cook. So I'm going to go elsewhere, and I'm going to say this. My confidence resides in the fact that I truly believe this the Vikings' defense is not great, but the Chicago Bears are not going to score points. Yep. The Chicago Bears are 29th in the National Football League, despite despite Matt Nagy being an offensive coach. They are averaging 19.8 points per game. Now, the Vikings, I believe, in scoring defense are 25th, but the past two games, which they beat the Packers and Lions, they have given up, on average, 21 points per game, which is not bad. Um, I am confident that the Chicago Bears, I'm not saying that the Vikings are slam dunk winners in this game, but I am confident it's going to be close. And I'm confident that the Bears will shoot themselves in the foot like the Bears love to do. In the paw. <laughs> oh, and they will not score that many points. Bear, so that's my confidence. Comp- but yeah, Bears. Oh, okay. So if a bear shoots itself in the paw, <laughs> what's the what's the sound the bear makes? Um, what's the whimper I, from a bear? <laughs> That's
1: That's a horse, actually.
0: (laughs) That's scarier. Okay, but what is it? Oh, stop with your being scared of horses. Do you not know what
1: animals are? Like, that's a horse. I know, but I'm
0: asking you, what does a bear sound like if a bear gets shot?
1: Um, I I can't can't do
0: the noise. But does it roar authoritatively, or does it? Anyway, the bears are not going to score points. Leggings will find out. I'll say it's
2: it's most likely like Lion King. Like, wake up, wake up, but your lion's dead anyway I've, I've never um, seen that. the uh my confidence is, is similar with Judd, and it, and it goes into my concern this which we'll, show, we'll, we'll
0: get into this show just took a drastic yes, turn what do you guys do? and doing? I love it Go the ahead. uh
2: the, Friday we're having fun the Bears can't score any points dude Nick Foles Mitch Trubisky it does not matter who's at quarterback for this team right now <laughs> it really does not I I truly think like gun to head if you had to give me all right you want Nick Foles do you want Mitch Trubisky? yeah I'll take Nick Foles if you have to make me make a decision on that but then the throws he was making the last game out where he's missing wide open wide receivers. And Matt Nagy, who's supposed to be what? He's supposed to be the offensive genius, right? That was his calling card when he got there. And you have this legendary defense. You can't score points. So I'm confident the Chicago Bears won't score points.
1: Um, see, I'm not quite. I feel like whenever everyone thinks something in the NFL, right. it always goes back the other way. So uh, I guess this is kind of a backhanded confidence thing. I'm, I am confident That Kirk Cousins will be presented with plenty of opportunities to win his first Monday night game. All right. And it's up to him to grab the ring. Okay. Climb the ladder, grab the title. That's all you have to do because the Bears are going to stack the box. They're not, they've, the Bears have been watching what all of us have more intricately with the all 22 footage. They will not let Dalvin Cook. Now, if Dalvin Cook goes off for 200 yards again, uh, it will be superhuman. The Bears will do everything they can to put the ball in Kirk Cousins' hands. They remember the game last year that, that Stefan Diggs wound up like leaving practice for two days afterwards, that game against Chicago and what Kirk Cousins looked like. The Bears want to replicate that. And so I really think the game flow is going to dictate that Kirk Cousins has a chance to uh, to essentially make plays over the top, find Justin Jefferson down the field, and uh, and work off play action because the Bears are going to want it to be that way Judd, the thing you were the
0: most concerned about. Oh, concern. I thought we were going curiosity next. My biggest concern is is what you had, Phil, as a confidence as far as what the Bears are going to do. But my concern is this, Kirk Cousins, and his mental aptitude to process, to process not one, but a double whammy of problems. 0 and 9 on Monday Night Football. And again, I will say this. For all of you, small sample size, it's just a statistic. Quarterback wins mean nothing. When you get to 0-9, an NFL record for ineptitude on a in a primetime game, that's an issue. Like, you can't tell me <laughs> none of those nine defeats are on Kirk. And Kirk is a guy who I think, I think he thinks a lot, and I think he processes things, and I don't think that's always a great thing if you are an athlete. So it's that, and the second thing is the fact that Cousins, in the two games that he's played for the Vikings in Chicago, has not won yet, and to go back again to last year, certainly struggled big time. Um, My concern is that Kirk Cousins doesn't necessarily follow the script. The Vikings do get down by a bit, and that he has to start throwing, and that it quickly goes sideways. That's my concern. The Vikings very much need to... Uh, puppet string Kirk in this game, and very much need to make sure that in some way, shape, or form, Dalvin is the focal point. And if that if that starts to slip, and the, and you have to figuratively hand off the baton to Kirk, I become very concerned in this environment.
1: Here is something interesting statistically about the Bears' passing defense. If the if that's where the the game flows to, uh, they have allowed the second worst completion percentage by opposing quarterbacks this year, at just sixty percent. And they have allowed the fourth worst passer rating among opposing quarterbacks. Opposing quarterbacks have an 84 passer rating against the Bears defense. So um, so there's not really like a super weak spot, but if they decide to channel their attention toward Dalvin Cook, then even like they've even showed they can, they can stop both in some of these games. So Dex?
2: My concern, and, and this can still be true with my, with my confidence, is I'm worried this is going to be like a 7-6, to 10-3 snore fest of a Monday Night Football game. <laughs>
0: That's a good concern. And, and,
2: and the Vikings can win this game. They totally can, but I can see it being just a boring, sloppy... I don't even know what the weather situation is like in Chicago. wouldn't be surprised if it's supposed to be rainy and windy and stuff, you know? So I'm I'm really concerned that this is just going to be a 10-3 to 3 drubbing on Monday Night Football. Finally a primetime win for Kirk Cousins, but it'll be like the most boring, blandest game ever. That's my concern.
0: Quick choice. 26-23 um, to 23 shootout that's fun or 30 points plus. Or six to three, but the Vikings win, and and they lose if the game goes high scoring. Which do you guys take?
1: At this point, I would take. You know, I feel bad for Kirk. Like the six to three W, get off the Schneid, champagne yeah. celebration, first Monday night win for I, Kirk. I
2: think. I think it's a good question, Judd. I think I would have to go with with the latter two. If it's a guaranteed win in that situation with the low yeah. scoring game, uh, the, the
1: over under is 43.5 in this game, which is one of the lower over unders you're going to see in an, in really an NFL well. game. Yes, sir. The thing I'm the most concerned about, everyone's sort of sitting here like, man, the Bears' offense is a train wreck. You know, they've scored seven points in the third quarter all year, and they have seven turnovers, and they have these quarterbacks that just can't get out of their own way, and Mitch Trubisky might be back in at some point here. Here's what I'm concerned about. This is the list of quarterbacks that the Chicago Bears have used to beat the Minnesota Vikings over the past 25 years in various games. Mitch Trubisky, Chase Daniel, Jay Cutler, Josh McCown, Rex Grossman, Kyle Orton, Chad Hutchinson, Jim Miller, Shane Matthews, and Cade McNown. If you want to go back to the mid-90s, it's Eric Kramer and Dave Craig. They can literally, literally run a broomstick out and still beat the Vikings at that position. So <laughs> it doesn't eyes. even matter. Like Nick Foles is probably the best quarterback of this whole bunch, not named Jay Cutler. And uh, and they've still been able to beat the So the thing I'm yeah. most concerned about is like, oh, the Bears quarterback situation is still good enough to beat the Vikings more often than not the last 25
0: years. Don't beat yourself. The thing you're most curious about, Judd? So mine is it goes to a player that I think we all consider to be a rising star in this league. And my question or slash curiosity is very simple. Is Justin Jefferson going to catch more than three passes or be targeted more than four times in this game? That's his catch and target total in each of the past two games, which have been wins. So I, I think if you were to ask the Vikings... um if, if Justin only catches three passes against the Bears and is targeted four times, but you win, will you take it? I think their answer is yes. But as a football fan, I'll keep saying this. I want to see more. He deserves more. He's done nothing wrong here. Like, as far as I, I know, he's run the right routes. He's done the right things. When given the opportunities, he has shown himself to be a potential future star. The ball has been taken out of his hands largely because it's been taken out of Kirk's hands. My curiosity is, is this a game where you do try to find a way that, even if it's sort of like a special package of plays, where you do try to find a way where if the Bears start to take away Dalvin, Jefferson, not necessarily Thielen, Jefferson becomes the focal point of potential deep passes, because he should be.
2: My concern would be, and a lot of people, or actually my curiosity would be, I think a lot of people's concern. But I'm curious how the offensive line goes up against this Bears defense because it's it's easier said than done. But if you if you stop their pass rush, I think it's an automatic win, right? Like it, it, it's easier said than done. And this line has terrorized Kirk Cousins and the Vikings over the last three years. But I'm curious if the line can hold things up and make Kirk because make Kirk uh, give time to throw. And if there's lanes created to run, then it's going to be easy. Like it's going to be gravy. But I'm, I'm curious if the offensive line can play like their best game yet because if they don't. It's yeah. going to
1: be a, it's going to be a rough night. OK, this is I, I, I don't mean for this to sound like kind of sunny, but the thing I'm most curious about is if the Vikings win, what will be the reaction surrounding Kirk Cousins first ever Monday night win? Like, will they give him the game ball? Will like will they like in some sort of fun fashion carry Kirk Cousins on their shoulders or something like what? What will they do to celebrate Kirk Cousins first ever Monday night win if the Vikings do what they should do, which is win this game? Maybe they all get what into an acapella. What if Dalvin acapella. stars again? They're favored, by the way, two and a half point favorites, yeah, the which Vikings. is
0: remarkable. What if Dalvin stars though, and Kirk just does his job, okay. which isn't?
1: Well, there's been Monday night games where Kirk has had good games, and yeah. then, like other parts of the team, but have I'm saying, him, let's say, so...
0: let's say it's not a great night in Chicago, which in this month is certainly possible. Let's say he throws 18 passes, and he's you know he's solid, throws a touchdown or so, but Cook has you know a big game. Do we credit Kirk, then, for not screwing things up? Like, that's a good question. Oh, to
1: me, like, he can throw four picks. How do we process it? If he throws four picks and the Vikings win, off the schneid, baby. Got your first Monday four night bit, win. Four picks. Two pick sixes. <laughs> but the Vikings still win. Yeah, dude. He's off the seven, schneid.
0: Seven for 21, four picks and a touchdown. It, it'd be
1: like if a pitcher, God, you just need to go five, dude. Just go five. Just five. Palfrey, can you give us five? <laughs> we're up we're up 20 to nothing. Just And he gives up seven runs. But you know what? He got the win. That's what Kirk's looking to do Wow! on Monday Night Football. <laughs> that's great. So, all right, that's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily. Confidence, concern, curiosity edition. And uh, on Monday, Steve Levy, the voice of ESPN's Monday Night Football play-by-play booth, will join us for a special episode. We'll post that hopefully in the morning on Monday so you guys can check that out in your uh, in your pregame leading up. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolged, Declan Goff see you guys hurry into ram power days and experience the raw power of the ram 3500 with available best in class torque and towing among 350 3500 pickups when properly equipped strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the ram trx with the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built or the ram 1500 awarded number one in driver appeal among light duty pickups by jd power three years in a row hurry into ram power days going on now For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards.